Welcome to Heritage Radio Network on Tour. I'm Katie Mosman-Wadler, and today we're broadcasting from On the Rise, the International Symposium on Bread at Johnson & Wales University in Charlotte, North Carolina. Today's coverage is brought to you by Charlotte's Got a Lot and supported in part by the Julia Child Foundation for Gastronomy and the Culinary Arts. And I have a very special guest joining me right now. Her name is Guilaine Lacasse, and she is one of three instructors for the workshop track titled The Future of Bread Lies in Its Past, New Frontiers in Sourdough Microbiology. She has a master's degree in food science with a specialization in food microbiology and is currently the R&D manager for the business unit Sourdoughs and Grains for the Piratos Group. Welcome, Guilaine. Thank you. <laughs> so can you tell us a little more about the workshop um, that you are helping to run? So th- this is running over the course of two days. Two so days. today yeah. is Thursday, uh, but it's a two-day workshop with um, a few very long sessions with a pretty big group. Tell us about the basic plan for the workshop and uh, what some of the products will be at the end. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the aim of this uh, workshop is to uh, put on evidence uh, the differences uh, that you can uh, obtain in bread when you use different starters. So what we did, we use, I think, five starters um, that was uh, used in the same condition of bread making. And the idea is at the end to evaluate the breads obtained with this different starter and to see their impact on the aroma, the shape, the crumb structure, the crust, and so on. And uh, in parallel, it, is, it was also interesting to uh, explain to the people uh, what are the biochemistry behind the sourdough fermentation. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot of background in biochemistry. How did you become interested in the sort of food microbiology? So um, I did my studies. So I did a master on food microbiology uh, in France. And uh, uh, to get the master, uh, we have to we had to do a train uh, traineeship, trainership, internship. Sorry. An internship, and I did my uh, internship of six months uh, in the uh, semi-industrial uh, bakery, uh, which produced uh, sourdough bread uh, and so on. I uh, studied their sourdough, so its composition, characteristics regarding microbiology, and also uh, its impact uh, on the bread. And that's how I entered the world of uh, sourdough uh, fermentation. And uh, I was very uh, uh, interested in, and I would like to uh, go on this uh, field. And that's why I uh, enter uh, Puratos uh, within the business unit uh, where we are producing and developing the sourdough. Did you ever early in your career taste a bread that really changed your perspective on what bread could be? Oh, that's a difficult question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that the first uh, real uh, sourdough bread that I taste uh, during my internship was uh, so so good. And uh, yeah, it, it was so different from the usual bread uh, that I'm used to eat. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, I think it's uh, this one. <laughs> I think when we talk about industrial bread in the U.S., we might mean something different than the place that you did your internship at. I Mm. think of uh, Wonder Bread when we talk about industrial bread in this country. Um, So can you describe a little bit more like what what did it mean in France to be an industrial bakery? 
And what was that product like? Oh, uh, it's, I think it's difficult to say, for me, industrial is just that you produce in higher quantity. The quality is not, uh, is not uh, bad because it's industrial. For me, it's just the quantity would change. Uh, for example, if you, if you produce um, uh, sourdough bread uh, at industrial scale, but if you do it right, you should get a, a bread as good as the one that you can find in a bakery, uh, craft bakery. Mm -hmm. Um, so tell me more about your work currently with Puratos yeah. and your research into sourdough and yeah. sort of what is the mission behind what you're doing okay. presently? So I have different uh, tasks. So the first one, the main one is to uh, develop new uh, sourdoughs uh, according to a customer request, for example, or also according to uh, market demand. Uh, so for that, we uh, use different type of flowers, we use different parameters, and also different strains of lactic acid bacteria and yeast. Uh, and these uh, strains are uh, usually isolated from uh, sourdough or over fermented uh, foods. Mm -hmm. um, and I also uh, work uh, for the sourdough library for, for Puratos. I don't know if you already heard about that. Yes, we have covered it in some detail on modernist breadcrumbs on HRN, but can you tell our listeners yeah. just the basics of what <laughs> that's about? So uh, the Sayworldo Library is an initiative from Puratos. Uh, it started uh, officially in 2013, and uh, the idea is to... Um, collect sourdough samples within the over the world uh, and to characterize this sourdough and to keep uh, the biodiversity coming from this sourdough. So we keep in the library the sourdough as such, so we refresh uh, them uh, regularly, but we keep also the strains of lactic acid bacteria and yeast, which were isolated from this sourdough. And um, the idea is from uh, the bakers who uh, gave their sourdough to the library uh, is for them a backup if mm -hmm. something is uh, turning wrong uh, during uh, their production, for example. And it's also a way for the bakers to uh, better understand and know what is inside their sourdough. And so uh, I'm in charge of all the scientific part of this uh, strain library, so the analysis of the sourdough and so on. And my colleague, Carl uh, De Smet, uh, is more the representative of the library. Is this a little bit like uh, when we think about biosecurity bio and seed vaults? Is this similar? Uh, yes, it could be like that. <laughs> is it high security to withstand? Uh, yeah, it's the, uh, close. The, the, the library, you can enter the library with your uh, print. Uh, fingerprint ID. Fingerprint, yes. <laughs> Um, and have you had anyone come back to the library trying to regenerate uh, a sourdough that like needing that backup? Uh, we, it never uh, arrived till now. So far, so good. So, Fingers yes. crossed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and I want to ask you about a particular sourdough uh, that I tasted mm -hmm. this morning. Mm -hmm. His name is, or I don't, I shouldn't gender it, but the sourdough's name is Vitus. Yes. And uh, I would love if you could tell us the story of how Vitus okay. was created and came to be here today in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> okay. So, um, so all started uh, for Vitus uh, from uh, an ID from a German writer, Martina Grumman. 
uh, and her idea was to write a book on uh, sourdough. Uh, and uh, her idea was to have a sourdough which uh, can visit uh, different people which, which are who are really passionated by sourdough and uh, these people can uh, add to this uh, sourdough something from uh, them. Uh, but Martina uh, didn't know how to start a sourdough, so she asked Carl de Smet to uh, help her. So uh, Vitus born, was born in 2013 at the Center for Brain Flavor, where uh, there is uh, the sourdough library. And so Martina take Vitus. Uh, and the name Vitus is because of Saint-Vit, because mm -hmm. uh, it is a town where uh, the Center for Bread, bread Flavor is uh, placed. Uh, and so she, she take the Vitus and she went to uh, visit uh, different people and uh, she write her book, which is a Sourdough, Four Days to Happiness. Um, and yes, and then after his tour, Vitus came into the Sourdough library. And so he has a number uh, 101 in the library. So he's kept in the library. And uh, which is also uh, interesting with this Vitus, it's that it's also a way for, for uh, us to um, make the people from Puratos understand what is a sourdough. And so we send Vitus in uh, the different uh, places of Puratos in the world. Uh, and the people receive a, a little part of Vitus uh, and they have to uh, backslop it uh, uh, to keep it alive and to use it. And so it's also a way for us to, to, yeah, to uh, expand uh, this uh, awareness about sourdough fermentation. Mm -hmm. And when you say it was traveling around and everybody added something to it yes w what were they adding were they adding some of their own starter culture no 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 they had uh, for example some specific flowers mm -hmm. uh, many specific flowers or grains or uh, something regionally yeah, specific yeah, though yeah, yeah, yeah. that's very cool mm. yeah so uh check out the book and uh last question for you gilan is there something in the world of sourdough innovation over let's say the next 10 years of what's going to happen in sourdough that you're excited about? Um, I'm thinking about that. So maybe to use, yeah, there is all the stuff around uh, the health and the nutrition about sourdough, which is still not uh, very uh, studied. Uh, so uh, I think it's something very uh, interesting. And in the coming uh, years, it will be uh, something uh, important for the sourdough world. And you think we'll come to have a better understanding of yes. sourdough yeah, and, and health. proof that sourdough has a good, uh, positive impact on health. Mm -hmm. Well, anything that we can use to justify eating more bread is always good in my book. <laughs> so I also look forward to that. Uh, I want to say thank you again for sitting down with me today. You're welcome. It was a pleasure. And we have another full day of coverage coming from the International Symposium on Bread. So stay tuned to Heritage Radio Network on tour. Once again, uh, I want to say a big thank you to Charlotte's Got A Lot and the Julia Child Foundation for supporting our coverage here. We'll be back soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.